Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022, and middle of the week. It's Wednesday. Um, glad to have you guys on on Facebook, Instagram, podcast. Um, honestly, I think our all of our hearts are a little heavy after the uh, news last night of a, another, another school shooting out in Texas. Uh, horrific, horrific, horrific. Um, and to be honest, I haven't been able to get a lot of the details. I was at a meeting last night at church, so really didn't, I heard a little bit before the meeting, then heard a little bit after, but I haven't heard all the details. So, uh, but enough to know it's a horrific situation and, uh, a lot of, a lot, a lot of sadness, a lot of heartbreak. Um, and so our hearts are definitely heavy, uh, for the folks in Texas. And so, yeah, so just uh, just feel like definitely needed to make note of that and acknowledge that pain and suffering and uh, mourning. So um, today we are um, going to be heading over to Deuteronomy chapter 19, to James 5, and to Luke 12. Uh, just a couple of real, real, real quick housekeeping reminders again. Uh, first of all, we are, uh, I am kind of, uh, compiling a database, uh, just emails, uh, so that, you know, over the summer, if there are some programming changes, some things coming up, uh, things that you guys would want to need to know about, um, I can email you. Uh, that'll just help us have a communication path if Facebook or Instagram or the podcast isn't working like we had a little bit last week. Um, it'll be a way to communicate with you and just let you know what's going on and, you know, kind of what to expect. So I won't be inundating you with emails, but, um, It'll just be a way for us to communicate outside of uh, the podcast. And so uh, to, to get on that email list, just email me. Just a quick message. All you have to do is say, put me on the list uh, at podcast 2020 at gmail.com. BibleStudyPodcast2020 at gmail.com. I want to be on the list, and that'll take care of it. And, um, yeah, make sure that you stay in, in any communication circles and links uh, that we send out. We won't be, like I said, I'm not going to be sending you emails weekly or anything like that. It's just to kind of keep us all on the same page. Uh, and so that, so, and the second thing uh, regarding that, kind of a housekeeping thing, starting next week, um, podcast only throughout the summer. So Facebook will be off and Instagram, uh, but you can stay connected through the uh, podcast. So however you uh Get your podcast, whether it's through Apple or Anchor or Google Podcast or Amazon or Spotify. Uh, there, it's all it's on all of those. I know 70, 80 percent of you guys listen to the podcast on Apple. Uh, so all of that will remain the same. It'll be really uninterrupted throughout the summer. Uh, but yeah, so starting next week, we'll we'll start that, and then in June, we're going to kind of switch it up a little bit. I think we're going to do like a proverb a day. So we'll go through a chapter of proverbs through the month of June. 
Uh, we'll decide where we want to go from there. We might jump back over to the reading plan in July. Um, but for June, I think we're going to just take a break from this reading plan and just do a, a proverb, uh, proverb a day. Works out good for the month of June. So uh, and that will start, uh, you know, we'll be going through that in June 1st. So obviously the days that we're not together just continue on, but uh, we'll be reading it um, together. All right. Um, with all that said, let's get going. Deuteronomy chapter seven, uh, 19, 1 through 7. Uh, welcome, everybody. So glad to have you guys on Instagram, Facebook family, podcast family. Um, you guys are awesome. Thanks for being here. Uh, Deuteronomy 19, beginning at verse 1. Um, when the Lord your God has destroyed the nations, make sure I'm reading this right, yep, one through seven. When the Lord your God has destroyed the nations whose land he is giving you, and when he has driven them out and settled them, settled their towns and houses, then set aside for yourselves three cities in the land the Lord your God has given you to possess. Divide the distances involved and divide into three parts the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance so that a person who kills someone may flee for refuge to one of these cities. Hmm. Wow. Cities of refuge. You can go and, um, you can go and, and, and uh, find safety. This is the rule concerning anyone who kills a person and flees there for safety. Anyone who kills a neighbor unintentionally without malice, uh, without malice, a forethought, for instance, a man may go into a forest in, in, with his neighbor to cut wood, and as he swings his axe, it falls on a tree, the head might fall off and hit his neighbor and kill him. So this is an accident, right? You're out, you're out cutting a log, and the, the head of the axe flies off, and it's a uh, tragedy, right? He hits, hits, hits a friend, and they, they die. That man shall flee to one of these cities and save his life. So it's innocent bloodshed. Didn't mean to. Otherwise, the avenger of the blood might pursue him in rage. So it's to protect the innocent, right? Like he didn't, it was a completely accident. But the, otherwise, the avenger of blood might pursue him in rage and overtake him if, in a, if the distance is too great and kill him, even though he is not deserving of death, since he did it to his neighbor without malice, without malice aforethought. This is why I command you to set aside for yourselves three cities. All right. So God is concerned about justice, right? God, I mean, it's the 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 um the point of that is God has has made a way for the innocent to be spared. He cares about uh, societal justice, um, fairness, uh, protecting the innocent, uh, protecting the vulnerable, and uh, here's in the, even in the Old Testament we see that it's kind of staked in their um, in their history of how. You know how we can provide for these scenarios uh, when s tragic things happen, um, but there's uh, no one to blame in the case of this example. Um, yeah, obviously there's you know interesting kind of conversation given all that's going on in our news right now. You know, and the the uh, the innocent um, suffering and the uh, senseless tragedy in Texas. Uh, which is obviously a different scenario than what's described here. Um, and obviously, there we'll find a lot more out as the days go on. Um, 
But suffice it to say that God cares about justice. He cares about fairness. He cares about protecting the innocent. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Jump over to James chapter 5. I'll be honest, man. I'm, my heart's heavy about that. So I, I'm, a little, I'm a little distracted myself. You think about those families and those children. Man, good night. I just, yeah, can't imagine. James chapter 5. You just wonder, like, what's the, what's the solution, man? What's the solution? And there's, it's such a com- complicated, complex um, set of circumstances. Again, and I don't know this situation. Like I said, I, I've just got just the, just the bare bones details because of, I was at a meeting late last night, and I'm recording this early in the morning. So, you know, if you listen to the podcast, so, um, so I'm sure there's a lot more out there, maybe even information coming in than, than I'm aware of. Um, but at the end of the day, the information doesn't matter. <laughs> it does matter, but at the end of the day, it's just tragedy. It's just senseless, awful, um, heartbreak. And, um, it's just, it's just hard. And, and so, you know, um, Part of what we do as people of of God is we go back to the Word of God and we we find solace, we find perspective, we find refuge, we find um, healing. Um, we go to the Lord and circumstances like this that are beyond us, bigger than us. Um, we uh, we pray for that. Yeah, I mean, there's so you're right. I mean, there's so many things going on, and yep, it's got this issues in Buffalo going on. Uh, I mean, the healing from that, I mean, it's just one tragedy after another. I mean, mean, the simple answer, of course, is that we live in a fallen world, and there's a lot of sin and destruction and brokenness out there, a lot, multiple layers of it. Um, And and we need need Jesus, man. You know, we we say that a lot, and, um, but if you break it down to the, to the, to the bare essence of it, it's absolutely true, man. We need more people to become more like Jesus. The world needs more people to become more like Jesus. We need individuals. We need parents. We need families. We need communities that are filled with people who are more like Jesus. Not less like Jesus. We need people who are more like Jesus. And um, that's why what we do here, when we, when we read, we pray, we change the world, it's so important. You know, you think about the people whose lives, you know, could have taken a similar path had they not met Jesus. You know, um, we just need him, man. We need him. James 5, this is, uh, this is appropriate. This is about prayer, right? James 5, 13 through 18. Is anyone among you in trouble? Man. Anyone, anyone got a heavy heart? Anyone feel like, man, this is, uh, just, I don't even know where to pray. The Lord says, hey, you know, the, the, the Holy Spirit will intercede for us. Is, anyone, is one, any one of you, uh, I'm sorry, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise, which is also a, 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 a type of prayer, right? Is anyone among you sick? Let them call for the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. 
and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick, sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Hmm. That's that right, man. That's the biggest. That's the biggest sickness we all have, is unrepentant sin. That's the biggest human sickness right there is unrepented sin. We need forgiveness. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you will be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Wow. Our prayers are powerful and effective, man. What you're doing is powerful and effective. And in moments like this where you're just like, gosh, this, this world is so broken. There's so much destruction. So much uh, heartache. Is anyone in trouble? Has anyone got a heavy heart? They should pray. You know, um, this time, you know, it's like some of you, we sometimes laugh at this, like, man, I barely got my uh, Ukraine flag up, and now I got to put another thing. I'm, some, I'm you know, I got to put another, put another ribbon up. Got to put another, got to put another uh, flag up. Got to put another thing up. This, I'm support. I'm, you know, like, whoa, you know. Um, and we laugh about it a little bit, but it's just indicative of the crazy, broken world we live in. Well, there are wars, and there are there's violence, there's senselessness, um, there's destruction. I mean, the, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You think, well, you know, we, we don't. Sometimes we get, you know, we think we're so sophisticated and beyond it. We don't talk about the devil. We don't talk about evil. We don't want to talk about wickedness. We don't want to talk about a real, literal evil presence. But then you find yourself waking up on a Wednesday morning to the aftermath of something like what happened in Texas, and you're like, okay, let's talk about wickedness. (laughs) Let's talk about the literal presence of evil, because this is more than just human beings. This is is more than just individuals. There's, There's a there is a spiritual uh, destruction that is that permeates our world, right? There is evil, and uh, and when we refuse to acknowledge it, we only become more of a victim to, of it. So we so the, so the Bible tells us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood; we we wrestle against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's you know, and it's in moments like this. Pat answers don't help, man. You, you mean you can't just say, "Well, it's, well, it's a, we're living." I get it. We, you can't just say we live in a fallen world. Uh, yeah, I know. It doesn't take away today's pain. It's true, but it doesn't take away today's pain. Um. But it should it should imp- in, inform the way we uh, we navigate through this life, and um, and and think about um, you know I think it's, I think sometimes it's it's healthy to ha- <laughs> hear what I'm saying. I think it's important that we have a healthy view of evil. Um, that you know because we all, because people will say this like. Uh, 
people will say, uh, yeah, well, I, I can't believe these things happen. Well, I get what you're saying. But on the other hand, can we believe it? Of course, we. I can. I can. Because that's what evil does. <laughs> that's what wickedness does. There is darkness in this world. And so it's, it's good to have a healthy view of wickedness. I mean, not that you're like paralyzed with fear, of course, but it also is, is healthy to realize, yeah, yeah, there is there is no limit. There's practically no limit to the uh, to the depths of human darkness. I mean, I mean, there really isn't. Save the grace of God, save God's intervention and mercy. There's there's practically no limit to the darkness that can invade. A human heart. So back to what we said at the beginning, more people, more like Jesus. We need people like Jesus. That means you and me, we need to share the good news of the gospel. You're like, Terry, what does that have to do with what's going on? That makes the difference, guys. It does. It makes a difference. When we go out and we spread the love of Jesus, and we help people to see that there's a different way to live, that there's, there's, a, there's a spirit that can live in you that will cast out and overcome the spirit of darkness. That changes things, man. We, we, we read, we pray, we change the world. We change the world by bringing that spirit, spirit of light and the gospel to dark places. Verse 17, Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. So God listened. God responded to Elijah's prayers. Hmm. I'm going to read the, just the last two verses, just for giggles. This is extra. This is just bonus material. James chapter 5, verse 19. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their ways will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Wow. You think about it, man. You think about, like, even, even someone who receives Christ is not perfect. We all know that. We still sin. We still make mistakes. But could you imagine, you think about the, the, the amount of sin, the amount of darkness that we have spared the world from when we receive Christ. Listen, when, when Terry received Christ, he's, that, Jesus saved the world from a lot of darkness that have, would have come through me. Now, do I still sin? Yes. Do I still make mistakes? Sure. But there would have been a whole heck of a lot more. <laughs> and some of you, you know you the same way. Of course you are. So when God's when when a person is saved, when a person is redeemed, they, the the world is saved not only from they are not only saved, but the world is spared from the wickedness that is in them that would have been unleashed on the world. That brokenness, that sinfulness, that selfishness, that hatred. Yeah. So the world was saved from all that wickedness that I would have been carrying with me and you. So, so go back to James's words. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and, and someone should bring that person back, remember, 
Whoever turns a sinner from the error of his ways will save them from death and cover a multitude of sins. Man, when we, when we bring someone back to faith, when we bring someone back to the, to the path, we're saving them, but we're also saving the world from a, from a whole host of darkness they would, have, they would have unleashed on the world. Now, obviously, in most cases, it's not the kind of evil we saw in Texas. But it's, but it's uh, in some ways also, it's, it's in many ways uh, similarly destructive and damaging and hurtful. And so what we do is important, man. All that to say, what we do in prayer, what we do in guiding people to the truth, what we, guide, what we do in bringing people to the path of righteousness is important. It's important. Taking this beyond just a Bible study and taking it to individuals and imparting this truth into their lives is important. Spending the time investing in a brother and sister that's wandering from the path is important. You're saving them, but you're also saving the world from the wickedness that would be unleashed in, on the world had Jesus not changed their lives. Yeah. Yes. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. 22 through 31. Thanks, everybody, for being on. Yes, man. Makes you thankful for the grace of God, right? It's humbling. Thank you. Thankful for the grace of God. I mean, I, 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 um, I just, I'm amazed to think and, and, and just shudder sometimes to think, like, what kind of wickedness would I have brought into the world had Jesus not saved me? Woo! <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I, I was an angry young man. I was an angry young man filled with sin and just a lot of issues. Had Jesus not saved me? What kind of darkness would have I would I have unleashed on the world? Hmm. Thank God. Thank God the world was saved from me. Wow. It's a humbling thought, man. Thank God the world was saved from, from me and was set because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Luke 12. Luke 12, 22 through 31. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or, what your, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. Wait, and by the way, this is, this is a great reminder, guys. I was just kind of thinking back on that previous thought. Some of, the, some of you that maybe have been raised as Christians, and, you, and you know, we, as many of us, first-generation Christians, we, we're raising a, a generation of Christians. And sometimes we think, well, what, man, what, you know, what difference? I don't have this great salvation story. Look, here's the thing to remember. The, the world was saved from the wickedness that was in you because you were raised in a Christian home. <laughs> yeah, you, God saved you, but you know what? He also saved the world by having you raised in a Christian home. So if you were a Christian from the age of two, 
<laughs> that you can, as long as you remember you've been a follower of Jesus, man, praise God. Just think of the, the, the amount of wickedness the world was spared because you were saved at such a young age. So, so parents, you're raising kids, you're trying to impart to them Christian. It matters, guys. Look at it matters that you teach them spiritual truth and you teach them that they need to be saved, that we teach our kids that they need to know Jesus. We are sparing them, but we're also sparing the world from the sin that is in them. It's an it's a important work, man. It is a great work. It is the most important work we do. For life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon, in all of his splendor, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Man, that, that verse just hits stronger today, right? I mean, in, in a world that is just kind of, you know, we've got a, this hovering of darkness, right? Like, seek first his kingdom, this kingdom of light and healing and wholeness and redemption and reconciliation and forgiveness. Seek that kingdom. Man, if ever we were reminded of how desperate we need to seek that kingdom first, it's in moments like this. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. Thank you for uh, taking the time to read the word together and pray and uh, gain, gain some perspective together. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Time to pray, y'all. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for your goodness and grace. Thank you for perspective. Thank you for saving us and saving the world from our darkness. So much darkness was in us that you dispelled by the power of your light and your truth in the gospel. And God, we know that nothing is able to dispel darkness other than the truth of the Lord Jesus. And so, Lord, I pray that we would be people of truth, that we would seek first the kingdom of God, not only for ourselves, but for those around us, that we would help to lead them and point them to the kingdom. Lord, there's so much hurt and, and pain in our world. It just, it just cascades down. It's in all communities in every pocket of the world, from wars to violence to hatred to racism. It's everywhere. God, help us to let our light shine. Help us to be, um, even in the face of darkness, to be bold in sharing the light and the love of Jesus. Because it just takes a little light. Just takes a little light to cast out a whole lot of darkness. 
So, Lord, may we be encouraged by that. May we be strengthened by that. Um, May we be bold in seeing more people become more like you as we ourselves strive to become more like you. Lord, may you bless each and and every one of my friends today. Um, God, help them to receive comfort and peace. Um, Lord, for those who have a broken heart today, bring healing. For those who are in mourning, bring hope. Um, Lord, for those who are rejoicing, may you come alongside them and uh, raise their arms in victory. Lord, we thank you so much for your love and your grace. We give this day as we give our very lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I hope you have a good day. Hope you sense God's presence and peace. Go and be light, man. Go and be light. And um, and that don't ever underestimate the difference that that makes. And don't ever apologize for just praying. Some people say that. Well, I'm just, I'll just pray about. It. That's all I can do. I just don't ever apologize for praying. That's that is the most important thing you can do. Um, so go in peace. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.